From Electric Forest Radio, this is Forest Today. Today we chat with Lindsay Glatz and Nolan Beaver. Their team was a winner of the Art Installation Sponsorship Program in 2019. Up next, they'll tell us more about the process of bringing their Lamplighter project to life. I'm Lindsay Glatz, and I'm with the Lamplighter Project, um, producing the piece. And we have Nolan, who's really the artistic vision behind the, the installation. And I'm Nolan Beaver. Uh, never been to the forest before, but it's pretty amazing. Uh, Lindsay kind of asked me if I could build something that I had proposed to her, and that forest was interested in having, and uh, and now we're here. It's amazing. Yeah. So let's talk about the process of, of how you proposed your idea and what got, you know, what were the steps along the way to, to actually making that a reality okay. on site? Okay. Great. Um, so Lamplighter is uh, reflective of a New Orleans gas lamp. So that's where we're both, we're from um, okay. and our practice is from. Um, and... The piece really also sort of felt like a really good fit for the forest because of the sort of symbols of a gas lamp. You know, we uh, taught when we in our proposal, we talked about the Chronicles of Narnia and how the gas lamp in that story is situated at the end of the forest and sort of signals all of this adventure beyond. And so it was really great when we got on site and saw our placement that the electric forest team placed us right at the edge of Sherwood forest. And so it really ties into that and also represents, um, you know, our hometown of new Orleans and sort of brings that culture into, into the space. So this was uh, part of the plug-in program, right? Correct. Yes. So was, and is this something you were familiar with or you just happened to find on the website and thought why not apply yeah so while this is Nolan's first for us I've been a couple years in the past and always been really in awe of the work that has happened here and always in sort of keeping in mind projects that might be a good fit and this particular project just felt like you know it was very synchronicity with what Forrest was looking for. Sure yeah how have you found the community of artists here um, since you've arrived and, and been on site? Tremendous. Uh, I do a lot of work that touches on a lot of festivals around the country, and the just, like, energy from everyone, you know, through through setup and through the, you know, first couple of days of the event has just been absolutely phenomenal. Everybody's super positive and, you know, willing to help, and uh, it really is a unique and very beautiful uh experience and and community yeah yeah um and it was great too having been an attendee in the past to sort of you know i've forest really impacted me and my experience of like okay this is what a festival can be and this is what an experience um should be that people walk away you know from every interaction that they have feeling good about it and so to now step on you know into the behind the scenes and to see that that energy is there and honestly even more so i think is just really reassuring and makes me love this place even more so yeah, yeah. an example of what community can be even exactly outside of you know this four-day block of time that yep. we spend together but in an, in an inspiration to what humanity 
can be yeah. on a daily basis as well. Um, so do you want to explain a little bit about the actual installation and yeah. help us visualize what that looks like? Yeah. Um, so like any good idea, I think it started kind of in a fit of pyromania. Uh, <laughs> I have been involved with a lot of projects that are actual you know, flame-motivated art pieces. And one of the huge limiting factors to those is the inherent danger of fire. And so all of the overhead that comes with, you know, having to ensure and mm. have fire marshal supervision and constant yeah. supervision for, you know, these ultimately very cool but uh, very complicated installations. And so... I started trying to figure out how I could create something that had that sort of primal, uh, you know, tingle to it, uh, but without so much of the, the overhead, uh, the, you know, the liability, I guess. Yeah, the, the not-so-fun side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the, the maiming and death part. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so, you know, in New Orleans, there are just these, you know, gorgeous, ornate, gas lanterns that still mm. exist you know all over the city yep. actually burning gas and just throwing these beautiful kind of glows into the night um, and so I started thinking about how cool it would be if you know you could play with those but then also you know actually kind of get into it and you know experience the lamp from the lamp's perspective uh, and so it's 16 feet tall uh, it is 12 feet wide, uh, and it's covered in high-powered LEDs uh, that are all twinkling uh, and, I think, pretty closely simulating fire. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there are little gas valves uh, on each corner of the lampposts that let you kind of manipulate the fire and change the color and change the intensity and how much kind of fuel it looks like it's burning and, and how much it's flickering, you know, as though the wind were blowing through it. Sure. Uh, What's yeah. been the reception so far? Have you had a chance to observe? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I spent a good part of last night just watching people interact with it, and people have really been enjoying it. Uh, you know, it's it's one of the tricks of kind of making an interactive piece is figuring out how to make it interactive in a way that people want to interact with it, yeah. right? Yeah. And can understand how to interact with it because if it's too esoteric, people go, you know, they'll look at it and they'll walk away. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, kind of putting these large metal hand cranks over it, people walked up to them. It was big red metal thing and they understood it and then they started looking up and watching the fire changing around them and, you know, if, if there were a moment where the lamp were empty and one person walked up and started changing it and then, you know, people would just be walking by and see what that person was doing and then they'd all grab a handle and they'd all be turning them simultaneously and mm -hmm. kind of creating their own unique light show, which is yeah. exactly what I was going for. So I'd say it's pretty pretty resounding success from that aspect. Yeah, and the, the piece is great, I think, too, because it fits just the forest mindset of sort of empowering attendees to create their own experiences and also be part of the show. So the fact that you really have control of the lights, it's not just a show that you're watching, but it's something that you can create. And, you know, we're seeing one person, but then, you know, 
everyone sort of grabbing their own wheel and interacting with each other and creating their own experiences. So it just the way that Electric Forest provides the plug-in program and different opportunities for attendees to really kind of create that that space and that programming and that experience, That's it, it was great to see that interaction um, come to life. So it was just as simple as filling out that form and and where did it go from there yeah exactly yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah. and a good idea i think that fits fits the space you know so yeah yeah Yeah. the actual creation of it was a bit weird uh so i had you know it was an idea i've had in my head for a year or so and uh it's a rather large project so it was hard to you know find the combination of things to really bootstrap it, uh, you know, to make it happen. And uh, Lindsay called me uh, about three weeks before uh, my first child was born. It's like, <laughs> hey, we've got this thing, you know, the, that, that thing that you, you were talking about, I think we can make it happen. Uh, and it's in like a month and a half. Oh, wow. And I was yeah. like, oh, gosh, uh, there's a lot that's happening right now. I don't know if I can do that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we kind of buckled down and pulled a team of, together yeah, and we had a lot made of help from friends. And, you know, between changing diapers, kind of <sighs> <laughs> made it happen and got it here, you know, just in time, got it, yep. you know, assembled and on a trailer. And Lindsay and her husband drove it up in my truck and. Yeah. Made it just in time. Yeah. Well, I, I heard a phrase not too long ago that said, you know, the key to success is to having a, a, a good, solid idea and not quite enough time. Exactly. Yes. Because yeah. it gives you the push to make it happen. Otherwise, it just, you know, never really does. Yeah. Unless you're sweating a little bit, you're yeah. not living, you yeah, know? Yeah. Exactly. Um, anything else you want to share just about the experience of being here and being on this side of, of, the, of the festival? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it, it truly has been an amazing experience for us as, as artists, as producers, as attendees to the festival, just really to tap into that forest magic. I think, you know, Nolan has worked production on a ton of festivals and, you know, when we've also had the experience of being attendees at events and I think there's just something really special here and it's you know it's very carefully cultivated and you know the team behind it is really incredible and I think that's just something that we're very proud and and very appreciative to be a part of and hope that we can continue working with Forest as as it grows and as our work expands. Yeah so many of the you know, folks who are putting together art installations today out here right now started exactly yeah. where you're sitting right now through the plug-in program and it's grown and grown and grown. Um, what do you do outside of this particular project? What's your day-to-day yeah. life look like? Uh, well, I'm a professional lighting designer, okay. so I do a lot of stage design and uh, film work and, you know, things like that. So I'm kind of in the digital lighting control realm but sure. it's always me controlling the lights and so uh, yeah. I've done you know at this point two large interactive pieces and it's really much more entertaining for me to watch other people mm. make the decisions about what happens with the lights I've really been enjoying that yeah yeah, yeah. 
Perfect. Um, and I work for the Arts Council of okay. New Orleans. So we do, and we tap into a lot of the same things that Electric Forest does in terms of supporting artists and um, you know bringing together sort of public art and creative projects. And we do have a light festival in New Orleans mm-hmm. as well called Lunafet. So that's that's what I run and. You know, after my electric first electric forest, I went back to the team there, and I was like, "Let me walk you through what this experience was." And so, it's really impacted my experience as a producer of events, and also just trying to build that again that organic magic that kind of comes when you bring amazing people together with beautiful art. Like it can transform communities, and that's and that's what we try to do um, in New Orleans and on the road of, with our New Orleans artists. Any um, bits of advice you would offer to someone who's listening and thinks, hey, I have an idea? Oh, man. Just go for it. Yeah. Uh, Don't let your lack of knowledge stop your idea. Come up with the idea. Make it as big as you can imagine it to be. And then figure out what questions you need to start asking to make it happen. Uh, We live in an age now where... You have access to every single piece of information that you would need to solve any technical challenge. Uh, you know, within 24 hours, you could you could have the whole thing kind of crowdsourced, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, beyond that, just talk to your friends. You know, you'd be amazed what people you think you know everything that they're capable of, what they can actually do when you know they find something that they really want to dig their claws into sure. yeah. yeah yeah and don't forget about resources you know there's just the, i think there's a lot of support for artists and um i think we're seeing across the nation more interest in public art and more interest in creating experiences for the public to engage and you know it's what's defining cities right now it's what's making spaces attractive to visit and to live in and so you know get your ideas out there so that people can support you and and find the ways that you know your local art council or whatever but there's there's resources to help bring projects to life and um just you know go at it one day at a time and it doesn't it it usually isn't overnight but you know keep at it and and make it happen thanks to Lindsay and nolan for chatting with us you can find more info on the art installation sponsorship program and how you can apply by visiting electricforestfestival.com and navigating to the plug-in program page that wraps up today's show for more episodes of forest today the brainery hour exclusive dj mixes and live set recordings and so much more search for and subscribe to the electric forest radio podcast wherever you get your podcasts or visit electricforestfestival.com slash radio.